Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Message in a series, The Lord is Worthy to be Praised. This is the third message of four. The fourth message will be next week, and that will be the last message in the series. And, and after that series, we're going to start a new series. Oh, you're going to love this series. It, it, oh my goodness gracious! Ooh, it's, gonna, it's, it's, it's breaking bondages. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a freedom series. Oh, how many want to be free? Oh yes, praise God! And, and I know all of you think you're free, but you know, like the Pharisees said, you know, hey, we, we can, <laughs> we, we don't need anybody. We have our father Abraham. You know, we don't need. Okay, fine. You know, but. But I tell you, all of us have something that we need to uh, get rid of, some habits we need to get rid of. We really do. Uh, and we, that, that, that series is going to lead up to what we call a Freedom Weekend. Oh, market on your electronic devices, and if you're like I am, you have both, you know, put it in your daytimer. That the second Sunday in November is going to be a Freedom Weekend. It starts, not that Sunday, that's when it ends. It starts that Friday night, and it goes on Saturday. And then he'll uh, bring a message on Sunday. Uh, but the Freedom Weekend is Friday and Saturday. And oh, my goodness gracious, it's going to be good. We have a, we have a um, you know, prophet coming from a prophetic person. He's really, really good. Uh, he hasn't been here before, uh, but he does Freedom Weekends for Man of Church or for um, Grace Church Chapel Hill, Grace Church Southern Pines, Grace Life Church in South Carolina. He, he does this, and, and he's been doing this for years, and, and we asked him to come because we want everybody to partake of being free. Because whom the Son is set free is free indeed. There you go. So that's what we're looking for. That's just a commercial. Okay, let's go to uh, the message today. A very important part of worship. We've been laying the foundation for worship for the past two uh, Sundays. And we said that worship is a lifestyle. Worship is not a, an, an event. Worship is not just something you do on Sunday morning. Worship is a lifestyle. It's everything you do at work. It's everything you say. Is there a place you go? You are going to worship the one you believe in, you trust in. And so we trust in God. We talked about that last weekend. God is our help. And so we were laying the foundation that worship is this totality of our existence. That's what worship is. Now, this Sunday, we want to break it down a little bit and say we want to take a part of this total worship experience and talk about a very important part. This very important part of our worshiping experience is called singing and thanking verbally, audibly, the Lord Jesus Christ for his goodness. Sometimes we uh, do this. We say, well, if we're singing fast songs, we call those praise songs. If we're singing slow songs, we call those worship songs. Uh, well, I don't see it in the Bible, but, you know, <laughs> that's what we do. We call it that. But now, 
you can worship God with slow songs and it be praise to God. You can worship God with fast tempo songs and it be worshiping God. Okay? The total experience is worshiping God. Okay? Now, uh, really, we want to do two things when we're talking to God. We want to, well, more than two things, but just for singing, we want to acknowledge him for who he is. Who he is. With. You want to be loved. Everyone wants to be loved for who they are. Not for what you have to offer. Not for how important you are, how much money you have, what you can do for somebody. You don't want to be loved because of that. You want to be loved because of who you are. God is no different. He's no different. He wants to be loved for who he is. He wants to be acknowledged for who he is. He wants to be worshipped that way. But he also wants to be thanked for what he's done. Because he is good. And he wants a grateful people, doesn't he? We want someone to be grateful to us for what we do for them, don't we? Anybody have children, you know you don't want ungrateful children. That regardless of what you do, they are not satisfied because they want more or they want something different. They're just not grateful. No, God wants a grateful people. And so we need to be grateful. And so that's what God wants us to do is thank him for really of what he's done. So that's what we want to do today. Let's talk about this important part this morning. Now, we already did that important part this morning to a certain extent, didn't we? Well, we, we, we praised him, didn't we? Isn't it great when it can be you wake up and you hear the rain and you're tired. Your eyes, it just won't stay open hardly. And you say, I got to get up because I just got to go and praise my Lord. I just got to go into the house of the Lord because he's so good to me. Because if it were not for him, I wouldn't be lying here listening to the rain. If it were not for him, I couldn't get up. If it were not for him, I wouldn't have gotten through the week to this point anyway. So therefore, I want to go thank my God. I want to go praise my God with the body of of believers because there is power in corporate worship, which we'll talk about maybe next week. Okay? That's what we want to do. Because how many of you know sleeping is good when it's raining? (laughs) Isn't it? Come on now. You know, they say sometimes when you have tin roof and you hear you know, on a tenor of you say, oh, yes, this is so good. You know, you get your book, you know, a good book, and you just uh, lay back there, and the book is just to, just to put you to sleep, you know, <laughs> because you want to take a nap. I don't care what time it is, you just want to sleep. How many of you like that? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good when it's raining hard like that. And, and I tell you, it is hard to track out in the mud, in the rain, and, you know, it, it is hard to do that and to get dressed and do that, and get rained on. I had to put my hat on today. And I don't like to wear that, because I couldn't wear my winter hat. I, I like that hat, because my wife gave it to me. Uh, but this hat is, <laughs> is just a red hat that my, 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 I took from one of my daughters. And it doesn't, doesn't look good with, 
with what I was wearing, but that's okay. I threw on my little trench coat that I had uh, back in, uh, uh, I think it was around 70 uh, something. I had a, I'm, I'm serious, man. That, that, that trench coat is, is, is awesome, girl. I mean, that trench coat is nice, you know. Got a belt on the back of a thing, man. Uh, I'm serious. I, I was in college when I had that trim, trench coat. And, and, and I put that trench coat on, you know, because I normally come out with just my shirt on and everything and have my coat in my hand. But, oh, man, I tell you, did that, oh, my goodness gracious. That's the problem. I mean, who wants to do all that when you can sleep? Right? Yeah. But God is worth it, isn't he? He's worthy to be praised, isn't he? He's worthy to come out. If it's raining, I don't care. If it's, if it's snowing, just a little flakes or two, we'll come out there, you know. Okay. All right? I mean, if it's ice, and we're going to close church anyway. I mean, if it's snowing, you know, five inches off, we're not coming, we're not, we're not coming here. You know, but, but now, some people, if the forecast say, uh, it might flake or two. And you say, "Woohoo! I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay in. I'm staying in. I'm staying in." No, no, we we come to the house of the Lord, don't we? It's so good to be in the house of the Lord, and so that's what God. We want to talk about today is praising God, thanking God with song. Let's start uh, with a verse that's very important. I'm gonna give you about three things here. Uh, overall, about three things that we're gonna talk about. One is that what happens if we refuse to praise God? You know, because sometimes, you know, you grew up and, you, you, know, you're, you know, people sing to you. And you don't sing. And some, some, some of us love the word so much, it's just the word, and I'm not interested in singing. Because some of us, let's face it, can't sing. Right? I mean, you just don't have the voice. Nobody is, nobody, nobody is excited when you sing, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, that's like me. Okay, so, so you say, I'm not into that thing. I'm not into this singing stuff. And some of us don't want to even say audibly, you know, any thanks to God because, after all, Worship is private. My spiritual life is private. Well, let's look at it today, okay? Let's see what it, what it says. If we refuse to praise God, what would happen? Let's look at it at, um, in, 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 you're so smart, I tell you. <laughs> I'm glad y'all in a, in a church that they preach the word of God. You know, that's good. Okay, let's look at it, okay? Tell me, y'all tell me where it is. Okay, uh, let's go to First Samuel. Uh, let's go. Uh, no, we don't go to First Samuel. If you turn to First Samuel, you didn't even know where it was. Okay, it's in Luke, Luke 19. Okay, in Luke 19, let's go there, verse 37. Okay, let's go there. I know I get y'all. You, you know the scripture, but you don't know where it is. You better learn some scripture references. Uh huh. I don't know where it is either. I have a mark. But Luke 19, verse 37. Okay, now here, here's, here, here, here's something good now. You know, Jesus is coming into Jerusalem here. It says, as soon as he was approaching near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of 
the disciples began to, come on, what's the word? Praise or rejoice or halal, whatever, you know, you want to, may your bow may say it is. They went to praise, rejoice in God. Come on. Joyfully. Nobody had to make them do it. Nobody had to drag them to do it. No, they were, they wanted to rejoice in God. They wanted to praise God joyfully with just a whisper. Is that what you would say? No. See, with a, with a, a loud voice. They didn't have microphones. With a loud voice for all the miracles which they had Have you seen any miracles? Yes. 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 If you're born again, that's a miracle. That's a miracle. Yes, it is. If you're here today, that's a miracle because the enemy didn't even want you here today. I'm serious. Yeah. He would have killed you in your mama's womb if he could have. I'm serious. We have seen some miracles. Then it says, shouting. Oh, no, he didn't say shouting. This is church. He didn't say shouting. But they were shouting. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. I'm reading out of New American Standard. Some of the religious folks, the Pharisees, they called themselves. In the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And Jesus answered, I tell you, if these become silent, these who? The disciples. The stones will crowd. The stones will crowd. What happens if we just refuse to praise God? We refuse to acknowledge his goodness, his grace, what'll happen? He's going to get some praise, isn't he? He's going to get some praise because he's worthy of praise. If we won't praise him, he'll get the rocks to crowd because God is God. How can a rock crowd? Same way the trees can, can clap their hands. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. God can do anything he wants to do. So praise, singing, shouting to the Lord joyfully about his goodness, his grace, what he's done for us. That is an important part of our total worship experience to God. It's important. It's important to God. If it were not important, Jesus would not have said, If they become silent, the stones will crowd. He would not have said that. So I say, we need to praise God with songs, with music, with just our voices. And let me tell you something. It really doesn't matter what kind of music. It is. I know to us, it does. 
But what kind of music were they playing when God says in the Old Testament, he says, Moses, I want you to write this down, and I want you to rehearse it before Joshua. Or when he says in Psalm, okay, they, they, all these Psalms, what kind of music were they playing? Did they have good bass? Or what, I mean, what, what kind of music were they playing? You know what I'm saying? What kind of music were they playing? See, sometimes we get into these things that, oh, you know, I, I don't like this music, you know. I don't like this. Uh, when the music plays, you just sing praises to the God. When you get in your car, you play whatever kind of music you want to and praise God. Right? You set it to whatever kind of music you want to. Because we don't have to have music at all to praise God. We can sing what they call a cappella, can't we? The, the, the worship team can, but I mean, we probably, you probably wouldn't like it if everybody joined in. But, but that, I mean, they can harmonize. They can do all those things a cappella. They can do that because they're skillful. I need music to drown out my <laughs> words. I mean, I just do. I just do. But to be honest with you, I play about the same worship song, CD, at home every single time I preach. Yeah. And I know it's got to be old. It's Hill songs. I mean, it's old. I mean, I have a little bag that Brian gave me over there that I stood up at. It's in my office during the, during the week. And I have some different music that I like that, and, and I play. But usually I play the same song. I want to play something that I know. If I got to read the words to and all like that, I can't get into the worship. I got to have somewhere I can close my eyes. I, I don't have to think of the words. So I play the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But God's pleased if I praise. He's not pleased if I don't. Do you think he cares about the music? He cares about the words. Yeah, he does. So that, that's just letting you know that uh, don't, don't, don't get into the thing about Music. We want to be on the cutting edge. We, you know, we, we don't want to play uh, uh, music back in the 50s, but we will. Because we'll play something back in the 18-something. Because we'll play a hymn. We will. We'll play it. And, 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 and we'll, we'll, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good thing. We'll play a hymn or two every now and then. Because you had to bring the old with the new. Yeah. But you had to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit because some things the Holy Spirit is on and some things is, is out of date. I don't care how old it is. It's out of date. It can be three years old. It's out of date. Okay? But some things don't never go out of date. It doesn't never go out of date. Just sing it. Okay? Number two. Why is it important to praise God? Why is it important to praise God? I'm going to give us three reasons why it's important to praise God. Now, now you know it's more than three reasons. We've already talked about, man, he's God. I mean, he's the creator. He's our Lord. Uh, you know, he's a, he upholds everything by the power of word. I mean, he's worthy to be praised. So there are many ways, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you three important things that are so important. Ooh, it's so important. It's so important. It honors God. That's number one. It honors God. Let's get the Psalm 50, 23. Let's go there. 
It honors God. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It honors God. So Psalm 50, 23. It says, He who offers the sacrifice of thanksgiving, the King James might say, He who offers, um, they, they might say praise. They might they probably say praise. He who offers praise glorifies me. That's what King James might say. But this my new American standard says, He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving, Honors me. That's what it says. It honors me. It honors me. And to him who orders his way all right, I shall show the salvation of God. And we know that's a total worship experience. We're supposed to walk according to God's ways. But the first part tells us that he who offers praise glorifies God. That's what it says. He who offers praise glorifies God in King James. He who offers sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. That's what God says. Honors me. How many of you love to honor God? I want to honor God. I want to honor God because he's worthy to be honored. So he says that if you offer praise to him, it glorifies him or honors him. If you offer that thanksgiving, it honors him. We need to be honoring God because he's worthy to be honored, isn't he? He's worthy to be honored. Number two. Oh, you're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. I know you're going to love it, but I, I, I want to give you another one right quick, though, because if I, if, I, if, I, if I give you that one, it might not be enough for you, because we got some hungry word people in here. I mean, they, they, they're hungry. They, they're they kind of hungry. Okay, let, let's go to something that I think will be very interesting in Luke. Let's go to Luke again. Let's go to 17 this time. Uh, 11. Let's go to now, now, this is... Are you going to be so glad that I didn't miss this one because you've read it, but... You don't understand what it says here. While he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers men, men, who stood at a distance, met him. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now, they're lepers now. That, that means that, they, they, oh, my goodness gracious, they, don't, they can't even feel sometimes when their nose is falling off. I mean, they, they mean... They, they have body parts eaten up sometime, and they can't feel it because they, they are lepers. And listen to what he said. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, there's a law, of course, in the Old Testament that says that uh, if you get cleansed from, from leprosy, then you go show yourself to the priest, and the priest can pronounce you clean. They, he has to check it on and see whether you're really clean so you can come back into the congregation of the people. Otherwise, you've got to stay outside the gates. You've got to stay away from the people because you're a leper. So he says, go show yourself to the priest. Now, let me ask you something. Do they have leprosy? How many of them is it? Ten of them. All of them got leprosy. And he says, go show yourself to the priest. He just told them something to do, right? He just told them something to do. If you do what he tells you to do, you get the results of what you're asking for. 
And as they were going, as they were going, they could have said, man, I thought he was going to wave his hand or something and going to throw dust on us or something. I thought he was going to do something. He'd tell us to go show ourselves a priest. What do you think we are going to go show, go show ourselves to the priest? If we're going to show ourselves to the priest, the priest is going to say, well, they might, they might, I don't know what they might do to us because we are leopards and we don't supposed to be around people. So you can imagine how, they, how they're thinking as they're walking, see? How they could be thinking. As they were going, they were cleansed. They were cleansed. Did you hear what I said? They were cleansed. Okay? Now listen to this now. Now one of them, how many of it was it? How many? Ten. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, he turned back. Glorifying is just the honor of God. You remember I said that? He who praises offers praise. Glorifies God. Then Stan said, He who offers the thanksgiving, you know, honors God. So he says, honors me. So he is honoring God here. He's glorifying God. He turns back glorifying God with a, just a whisper. Huh? With a loud voice. Why is he with a loud voice? He's happy. He's happy. Don't get ahead of me, Lord. Don't get ahead of me. He said they were cleansed. Okay, they were cleansed. With a loud voice, right? With a loud voice. He's thanking God, glorifying God. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm cleansed. I'm cleansed. I'm cleansed. So he's grateful, isn't he? He's grateful. So he turns back. It doesn't mean that the others might not be grateful. All of them were, were cleansed, right? But he was so grateful that he turned back. Didn't he? Turned back to glorify God. Now listen to what it says. And fell on his face. What is that called? That, that, that really is a, another word for worship. One of, the, one of the things they did in the Old Testament when they worshipped somebody, uh, whether it be a deity or whether it was an idol, whatever they did, they will fall on their, they'll fall on their knees. They'll fall on their faces before God. Right? Their deity, whatever it is. You know, when it's a Daniel. Hey, when the, when the music, no, because, no, because they can never, can never say, hey, when the music, you hear the music? What I want y'all to do? Bow down. But see, he says that he fell on his face at his feet. And giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. I mean, Samaritans and Jews, they just don't get along. I mean, they, 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 they just don't get along. They don't like each other. Prejudice. But he came back. He gave thanks. Now, Jesus could have said, Boy, didn't I tell you to go show yourself to the priest? Get up. You can't even follow directions. Right? He could have. Let's listen to what he said. Then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? Where are they? Don't they have gratitude for what I've done? Then you tell them they come with me?
Was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Was no one found? The other, the other nine, they, they, you, can't, you couldn't get them to come? Give glory to God for, for what good things he's done for you? Now, he says to him, stand up and go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Lord, now you can say it. Say what it says. Your faith has made you whole, well, healed, whatever your Bible may say. He didn't say your faith has cleansed you. All of them were cleansed. All of them were clean. Do you realize that if they had part of their nose off, you ought to see some some leprous people in the Bible when they have pictures of, of leprous people. You know, they got uh, fingers off and they got some. The other one was just cleansed. Whatever they were missing, they were still missing. Right? But not, not this one. This one, he said, he made him well. Yeah, made him well. I said, woo! Oh, the congregation... I could skip over that for time's sake, but the congregation, they wouldn't love me for that because this is, don't you understand that when you praise God, when you give thanks for God, for his goodness, for what he's done for you, even if, if, if you were just traveling from one place to another, every day we have something to be thankful for. Every night we have something to be thankful for. Every morning we have something to be thankful for. We have something to be thankful for every day because, see, don't you know the enemy shoots arrows by day? Yeah, by day. He said they won't smite you. You know, Psalm 91. Come on. Yeah. So we have something to be thankful for. And Jesus, is he's trying to tell us through this, because he didn't have to record this, and everything that he, he said and done is not in this Bible. If he, if he just recorded just the things he did, from the time he was resurrected uh, to the time he was taken up, do you realize that they couldn't be put in all the books in the world? So I'm telling you, he, he chose to put this because he wants us to know, hey, if, if, you, if you honor me, you glorify me, I'm well pleased. Well pleased with that. I will honor you. you you're honoring me. You're honoring me. That's, that's good, isn't it? That's good. Let's look at the, the next one. Let's go to the next one. The next one, that was number one. It honors God. The next one is, God honors those who honor him. Ooh. Yes, he does. Let's turn to First Samuel 2, 29. Let's go there. Let's see if we can... Pick up something here. In verse 29, it says, Why do you kick at my sacrifice and at my offering, which I have commanded in my dwelling? And you know, if you, if you read the whole context of it, uh, you know that they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. The young men were doing... Uh, they were despising God's offering, taking stuff and 
uh, eating better parts and all that. They were not doing what they were supposed to do. Okay, so he says that, well, I keep in my sacrifice and in my offering, which I have commanded in my dwelling, and honor your son above me. Who is he talking to? Eli the priest, right? He's talking about Eli. He could have told us, why do you honor your children above me? Because they were his sons. They're just grown, but they were his sons. And sometimes we honor our children <laughs> over God. Because our children want this, our children want that, our children don't want this. And he says, and you honor your sons above me. By making yourselves fat with the choices of every offering of my people, Israel. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel declares, I did indeed say that your house and the house of your father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And of course, those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. We want to, we, we, what we want to do is, is emphasize this first part now. He says, those who honor me, I will honor. What does praise do in Psalm 50, 23? What does it say? It honors him. It honors him. It honors him. The Samaritan who came back to give God glory, he was honoring God. So God honored him. You see what I'm saying? Do we want to be honored? Praise honors God. It does. Praise honors God. Offering up a thanksgiving, adoration, honors God. It does. So I hope young and old, 8 to 80 in here, understands that, so that we can realize when the music starts, we're here. Right? It's not honoring to God when the music starts, I'm on my way. Right? I'm on my way. Because by the time you get here, half of it's over. Right? Half of it's over. Now, of course, we, we told you last week, so don't, don't get religious on me now, okay? <laughs> Is that some people have excuses, and good ones. On God honoring excuses, okay? And, 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 and some people might, your car might break down or something. Um, I would hope you won't get upset with me if my car breaks down and I come in here a little late, you know? Right? I hope you won't get mad at me or, or assume something that you shouldn't assume. But let me tell you, when the music starts, we're praising God. That honors God. It does not honor God to come in any time we want to come in. Right? Yeah. Okay. Was the worship team excited today? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. All right. A little bit. Okay. 
No, that's, that's honesty. Just pray and ask God to make you excited more. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because I know some people are excited, excited when they got up. Some people are excited because they, they got here, you know. Yeah. And I'm excited because I can talk because I was worried. I said, man, my voice might not be, oh, I don't know about my voice. But maybe she said, that's all right. Be quiet. Be loud. Speak part of it. Be loud. God is worthy to be praised, isn't he? He's worthy to be praised. So number one reason why I said that God, uh, it's important to praise God, number one, I said that it honors God. And number two, I said God honors us. He honors us. And when God honors you, you can forget it. You are honored. You are honored. Yeah. Because he knows how to honor you. Doesn't he? He knows how to honor you. He could have said to that leper person, he could have said, hey, man, you, you did good. You did good. So go ahead on here. here here's, a, here's a loaf of bread. Take it on home. You know, to your, to your, uh, you know, your family. You're, going, you're all right. No. He knows what, what will bless that, bless that leper. What will bless that leper more than anything else? Man, I want to be whole. My, my nose, I don't have a half a nose. And now he got a full nose. Man, you thought he was, a, he was glorifying God with a loud voice at first. You know that he's doing a somersault. Oh, he's excited now. Yeah, because God honored him. God knows how to honor people that honor him. How did he honor somebody like Peter? Peter just, he said, hey, Peter, can I use your boat? I want to cast out here because, I, you know, they, they'll crowd me over here, man. I want to use your boat a little bit. Peter goes, no, I ain't done. No, 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 no. I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning my net. No, no. Get somebody else's boat. What he said? Hey, do that. And as soon as he finished using his boat, he said, Peter, launch out into the deep. Oh, Lord, man, oh, Lord. man I've been out all night fishing. We ain't catching that. Hey, launch out, brother. Let's launch out. And cast your nets over here. What happened? The nets were so full, man. I mean, you got to call somebody else. Hey, help me bring in this catch. When God honors you, you are honored. You are honored. Yeah. Whew. My goodness gracious. God is good, isn't it? The third one is that, you know, praise releases a force that propels God's word that he has spoken to you with such devastation and correctness and, and, and doing what it says it's going to do that you, you're going to be, I mean, you'll be astonished. You'll say, oh, my goodness gracious, I can't believe this. That's what the word does. It propels with force the word of God that he's spoken to you because of your faith in that word. It does. It does. Because when you praise, he knows that you have faith in him. Because when you praise, you don't have the answer to your prayer. You don't have the answer to your situation. When you praise, it's by faith. Because I, I, I can guarantee you, 
every one of us in here has a prayer that hasn't been answered yet. So why are we praying? Well, let's, let's wait till we get all our prayers answered, and then we'll praise you. No, no, no. Oh, Second Chronicles, let's turn there. No. Chapter 20. Now, now this, this, is, this is laying scripture. This is, oh my goodness gracious, this is, let me just talk to you about this. This is Jeho- Jehoshaphat, he's the king in, in, in Judah. Now, he, he's, he's being come against by all these, these uh, the sons of, uh, of Moab and Ammon and, and the, the, the Menites. And, and it's, it's a multitude of people. And he's just said, well, Mama, what am I going to do, God? What am I going to do? Let's call a fast and all like that. And so in verse 13, all Judah was standing before God, before the Lord, with their infants and their wives and their children. Is it okay to stand before the Lord and, 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 and with your infants, with your, with your wives and with your children? Man? Yes, it is. And, and so here's the prophet stands up. And he says, uh, down in verse 15, he says, and he said, listen to all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is a prophetic word coming through, you know, the, the prophet here. He says, thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God. Tomorrow, go down against them. Don't you lay in the bed. In your tents, go out against them. Behold, they will come up by accent of Vic, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness of Jerusalem. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves, though. Stand and see the salvation of God on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out to Face them, for the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. That's the word of the Lord, right? Okay. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down. John, did you read that this morning? Okay, I was just wondering. You know, you said all of of us that can Bow down. I thought maybe something might be hell. I thought we did. You know, I don't know. Before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. That's what we do, worshiping the Lord. Now, the Levites from the sons of the Kohathites and the sons of the Kohites stood up to praise the Lord of Israel with a very loud voice. And they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekeo. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire. And they went out before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness or his mercy is everlasting. Is it? When they began singing. Oh, my goodness gracious, you didn't see that. You didn't see that. 
Let me read it again. It says, When they began singing, they're not there yet. They're on their way. They're not there now. Singing and praising, the Lord set in ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so they were routed. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, and they were together. All three of them together because we're going we're to we're wipe Judah out. We're going to wipe them out. And they rose up against Mount Seir, destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Now, when Judah came to the lookout of the wilderness, so they get there, they're, 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 they're walking and they, they got their little donkeys there coming in there. They look over there. They're looking to see. He, he told us they're going to be there, right? He told them they're going to be there. So they come there, and they look out, and, oh, my goodness gracious. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against them, and they were destroyed one another. When Judah came to the lookout of the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and behold, they were corpses lying on the ground. And come on, no one, no one had escaped. Of all that multitude, they killed each other to the last person. Not one escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found much among them, including goods and garments and valuable things which they took for themselves more than they could carry. And they were three days taking the spoil because it was so much. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Barakah, and, and they, for they, there they, they blessed the Lord. They blessed him. And every man of Judah and Jerusalem returned to with Jehoshaphat at their head, returning to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. They came to Jerusalem with harps and lyres and trumpets in the house of the Lord. Come on. Come on. They're going to praise God. They're going to praise God. Are we going to praise God? They're going to praise God. Now, do you hear what I'm saying? When God gave them a word, he gave them a word, and when they start praising, it propelled with force the angelic beings and everything that God wanted to take place. He did that, and what happened was that, my goodness gracious, because you praised, you had faith. I told you you're gonna have you're gonna go down, you don't have to fight a battle, but you just go down, and what's gonna happen when you go down? I'm gonna take care of this thing. And when they start praising, poosh, the angels went out and they, they, they who gonna if you come together and you're gonna fight against somebody and all of a sudden somebody got mad and said, What you said to me? What you looking at me for? You want some of this? And and they woo, they, they they start they start fighting each other. And then everybody kill each other. And then they say, well, we don't kill them. We ain't through fighting. You want to fight me too? They fight each other. All of them dead. 
and they come and say, Woo! Is the Lord good? And his mercy unto us level. Come on up, Jack. We're going we're gonna to end the day with a worship song. Because, uh, I mean, we normally will be through by quarter. But I'm going to tell you, I just want to praise God because God is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Remember now, I said that you got, it honors God. It honors God. God honors you, doesn't he? And it propels with force the word of the Lord, whatever he has said to you. I don't know what he said to you. But I, whatever he said in his word, he says, if you praise me with, with what? With spirit and in sincerity and truth, he said, I will do it. I will do it. Praise God. Praise God. God is. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.